Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Um, so Renee, first, do you kind of want to give everyone like a little bit of a background, like maybe like what state you live in, your family, and your nine to five? Okay, so I live in Oregon on the coast. It is beautiful. We're right between the beach and the mountains. So if you ever get over to Oregon, <laughs> yes. Um, I have four kids. We're a, a blended family. Yep. And so I'm blessed with four children. And um, I was until last Wednesday an HR coordinator at our school district. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So that is kind of a quick little tidbit of me. Yay. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. And remind me, you don't have any kids at home, correct? Or do you have a kid at home? I do. So uh, our three oldest, they're 24, 22, and 20. They've moved out, started lives of their own, doing their own thing. Our youngest is 15. Okay. And a sophomore in high school. Okay. I, because I was like, I had no one on a discovery call. I thought you said everyone was out. And then I saw you post uh, a picture of your youngest kiddo. And I was like, okay, I think I forgot about the youngest one. So, yeah. <laughs> um, which guys, I still can't believe. I remember on our discovery call, I was like, you're old enough to have kids that old. Like, you don't, you don't look old enough, but, um, that's good. Um, yeah, thank awesome, you. Awesome. so tell me when you actually first, how did you hear about me and rock Salt Academy? I think it was, um, one of the, I can't remember what Facebook group it was in, but someone had mentioned you. So I, of course, go to your profile and start stalking you Right, and, uh, (laughs) yep, uh, became friends with you and then just started watching your posts. And so then I was like, okay. And I was in that weird transition of, it was kind of something I wanted to pursue, but you know, I was kind of struggling with the, well, I have a good thing. Why am I looking for something else type of, you know, mindset. And so anyway, your posts kept coming up. I'm like, I really want to pursue this. And so then I started digging in a little bit deeper. And then that's when I found out all about the, the coaching and the one-on-one coaching. And so I thought I got to do it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I love when people take me. That's so sweet. Makes me happy. Um, so you were kind of, you were like, well, I want to work at home, but was it more of like, can I really do this? Or was it the unknown? Do you think that kind of had you like in limbo there for a little bit? I think so. So when my kids were little, I ran an in-home daycare. So I want, I was, I loved being at home and working around my kids and my life, you know, it, I could, it was more flexible. And then as my kids got older, I got into working outside the home and I always craved wanting to go back to that. Yeah. But then, then I start thinking, I'm like, well, I have a good job. I work for the school district and why can't I just be happy? Right. That was what it really came down to. I had a great job. I love the people I work with, but I just really wanted to be home. So it was more of that. I was just trying to battle that in in my head of, yeah, yeah, 
it's good. Why are you looking elsewhere? But yeah, it just started like that guilt mindset, right? Like I, that, that was what I was at as well too. Like I graduated from college and I was like, which I was a little bit older. I was in the army and then I had a baby. So I was like 25, I think by the time I got my four-year degree. Okay. Um, well, and, and partying a little bit too, um, before I had (laughs) a baby, but, um, and so I started a little bit later. And so I had it in my head of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have like my first like big girl corporate job. And then after I had my second baby, I was like, wow, I'm literally working for insurance and paying for two daycares. But that's what I wanted for so long. I, I was, it was the same thing. I was like, why can't I just, it was almost like having like guilt of like, there's other people out there looking for jobs. I have a good job. Like, why is this not enough for me? If you are ready to have Rebel Energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. And if two, my kids were older. So it was like, well, you know, isn't this my next step to just go and like pursue this career, you know, in, and I just, I started going back to school and did all the things and I just couldn't, there was something inside me that kept pulling at me. Like, I want more for my life than just being paid to the office. It wasn't the yeah. work of the people. I love them. I love the job, yeah. but it's just going to the office was, I don't know. I wasn't my cup of tea. Yeah. And I think like having to go into the office, um, I'm a huge homebody as well too. Like my, my fiance always says like, professional on top and like party on bottom like I'm literally wearing like purple and pink sweater or um, <laughs> slippers and leggings right now under like this it's like all cute up here yeah, um yeah. but I'm a huge homebody as well too and I I I don't know if it's because I was in the military I don't know if it's because my parents were really strict but I have like authoritative like issues I don't like anyone telling me what I have to do or where I need to be I'm like I make my own rules. So. Yeah, I can I totally it. relate to that because I am a rule follower. I I'm very, I'm, I'm a people pleaser almost to a fault. Yeah. But when it came to going to my supervisor and asking for time off, oh, there was yeah. a little rebel inside me that I, I didn't like it. Yeah. I, you know, you can ask me to do anything else, but when I have to ask for time off and it's kind of up in the air, you know, like, Oh, we'll see. And or you have to work around other people. So my friend, she is a travel nurse and I was like, Hey, I forget what holiday it was. It wasn't like Christmas, but, um, I think it was Thanksgiving last year. I'm like, Hey, are you going to be back for Thanksgiving? I want to block off some work days so I can hang out with you. I only see her a few times a year. And, um, she's like, well, it really depends on the other people. Like if they've already put in there and I'm like, so you, which I mean, I know nurses have to work holidays. God bless you all. I know we need you guys. But I was like, I am like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm like, I could never like be like, oh, you know, maybe I'll spend time with my family, but it depends on if anyone else has requested the time off already, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I get that 110%. So I know everyone in the DMs, I got, I think I posted yesterday and Friday um, and we had like 25 women that were like, I want the link. I want the link. Cause they're like, how did she replace her corporate income so quickly? So guys, we'll dig into the juicy stuff, but, um, and I get it mixed up. I mean, even the DMs, I'm like, okay, she got, was it three clients or four clients by six weeks? So you kind of walk through like the, the big milestone. I know at six weeks, I think you had three clients, correct? Or was it four? 
in that horrible um I because I don't even know the timeline it well and when you're like onboarding so many you're like I don't know like wait what happened here yeah right? yeah um so when I started Rock Solid Academy, I had one yep. just like four hours in a week, just doing it um, like in the morning and a little bit in the evening. Yep. And then I started Rock Solid Academy and I believe I got up to three within the four weeks. Okay. If, well, if I remember correctly. Okay. And maybe it I, was four weeks. It was like every day. Weeks. I was like, okay, another one by Renee. I'm like, I, I can't keep up. I know I couldn't either. I was actually trying to go back in our um, notes just to remember the timeline of things. But everyone got so, onboarded. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So in four weeks, you landed three clients on your own or three total? So it'd be three total. Okay. Um, and I believe it between four and five weeks. But still getting two clients in four weeks. That's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. And then, and then I think my fourth one was when, um, it was shortly after that, that's when I had to kind of make the decision of, I can't, I can't sustain this. Yeah. I have to, um, pick, pick a path in. Yep. And the yeah. scary path, right. Of like putting in the two week notice. Oh, um, it's so scary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tell us about that. I remember like congratulating you in the DMS. We talked about it a little bit, but um, tell us a little bit about like how that went and actually too, before you maybe go into that, tell us about like that decision that you and Raquel made together. Like what was like the moment where you were like, okay, was it like working so many hours or what was that like epiphany for you? Yeah. Okay. So I'm probably just going to kind of ramble on here about how it all. Go for it. We okay. got an hour. You're good. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, okay, so I started um, Roxall Academy with Raquel at the beginning of September. So I had that one client, and then within a, a few weeks, got. Um, so we started. Sorry, I'm trying to remember all the details. But what I loved about starting with Raquel is jumped right into it. So um, then I started gaining momentum and some confidence with talking to the, the person I was already working for. So then she referred me to someone else. So that's how I got another client. Amazing. And so, yes. And then it, um, it started all kind of, how do I, I'm trying to put it into words, how it all, <laughs> and every time I'd get stuck with something, Raquel was there to, okay, well, let's, let's pivot and let's do this because this yeah. seems to be working a little yeah. bit better. Um, so when, I got to, I was actually just trying to figure out how to manage it all with um, timing. And mm -hmm. so Raquel is really good about helping me break down. Okay, let's, let's set some time for this. Maybe yeah. in your evening, you can do this. And then it got to where I think one of our meetings we were talking about, um, I'm just starting to feel overwhelmed and like, it's too much. She's like, okay, let's talk about what you need to make to leave your corporate job. Yep. and where you're at now. So we broke it down and she's like, Hey, um, so we usually tell people when you're making half to jump, yep. take that leap because then you can quickly replace your income. Cause you'll have the time. Yeah. I was so scared because I was <laughs> making over that amount already trying yep. to juggle it all. I remember her talking about that on the co-coach call. I was like, we hopped on and she was like, Jade, guess where Renee's at? And I was like, Holy shit. I was like, well, how does she feel about like leaving her nine to five? And I think it was when you got your fourth client, then she boxered me and she was like, okay, 
like she's in now because she's over the half amount. <laughs> yeah. And I have to, because I have no more, no more time. Yeah. And if I don't take on this fourth client, I either have to a like give up VA and just work at the district or yeah, be, like go all in. And so I was like, I got to do this. I don't yeah. want this to pass me by. So yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. Yep. Awesome. And then you stayed on a few extra weeks as well too, to help onboard a new, uh, your replacement, right? At your nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. So I put a five-week notice in at, yeah. at work. Yeah. And that, that was tough because then I was trying to juggle it all and I just didn't feel like I was getting quality. And so as it was getting closer to leaving my nine to five, then I was becoming insecure. Like, oh, I haven't given quality to my clients. What if they let me go? And now I'm in this. Yeah. And that was scary. So I don't know. Looking back, I I don't know if I would do that again. I would probably cut the tie and move on and then put everything I have into my VA business. Yeah. And I'm sure you did fine too. I think it's like our own, like I've been there as well too, where it's like, you know, even like personal stuff would come like, okay, like I've been kind of like slacking or, you know, last week our dog died. And so the, that whole, was it Wednesday or Tuesday? Um, you know, I just like took like a personal day or whatever. So no matter what you guys go through, you'll have that moment where it's like, Ooh, I've not been giving it my all, but here's the thing is like, you've built this business. It still will be there waiting for you. Um, even if you decide to take a vacation, Renee and celebrate or whatever, it'll still be there that honestly, it was not until this is my third year of coaching and it took me almost, well, yeah, two years to feel comfortable enough to actually leave my business. Um, and then I think it took that whole, like, okay, Jade, you're getting so stressed. You need a freaking vacation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you know what? I've built an amazing team and I, tr- I trust them and it, it, it's great, but So don't be afraid guys. Like, remember to, you built your business for a reason, but, um, and you know, that's what we like, that's exactly why, um, and you, you have to do like what you think is best. Um, you know, as far as like staying behind and training and things like that too, but I'm glad that you kind of like that, that perspective looking back that you were like, okay, that, that halfway mark, like would have been a good time to jump because so many times VAs, um, in it a little bit longer at their nine to five because they're scared. And then it does create that, like, um, that doubt almost of like, well, you know, I'm letting something slip kind of. So I don't know. I'm just glad that you shared that with us. So that way anyone else who's like, maybe at that 50% mark of replace their income, they're like, okay, do I want to stay on longer and like feel that, that stress or maybe not be as present for my clients as like what I should be. So that's Absolutely. good. But I'm sure you did amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so happy. So this is your first day because we had Thanksgiving Friday. So this is technically your first day as a full-time VA. Yes. And I, it's still hitting me. So I, I took my son to school and instead of driving to the office, I took a left and came home and I thought, oh, it's, it's starting to click. Like, right. This is my new life. Mm-hmm. I get to work from home. I came home and did a little bit of work before our meeting. and I. I'm still in awe. This has been a dream of mine. And so now that it's coming, it's, I, I don't, I, it's amazing. Oh, that makes me so happy. I'm like tearing up because I remember our discovery call. You're like, Jane, I don't want to go back. Sorry guys. I'm like all emotional, no. um, but like, you were just like, I don't want to go back after the holidays. And I've been hearing that so much in the DMS. And honestly, 
I did the exact same thing that you did where I got a client November of 2017 and I, or no, wait, was it December maybe? And I was so nervous and I had my newborn at home and I put it off and put it off until finally, um, it was like the end, like January 28th, 2018, I finally left my corporate job. And like, looking back, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have just thrown a pair of balls yeah. <laughs> for the holidays. But you know what? Yeah. It's been yeah. almost five years, four years now. And the time that I've had with my kids is amazing, especially with your last one being at home. I bet you're just like wanting to soak all that into. I am. And that was kind of that when I was stalking you and, and <laughs> I literally say stalking because we literally say that all the time. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what Roxella Academy was, but it was kind of bouncing out of my head. Like, I I know that if I do this, I, I can make it happen. Like this will become a reality if I get a coach and put the work in. Yeah. And like I said, I was kind of battling that mindset about is, is, am I chasing, you know, am I chasing a, a why can't I be happy? You yeah. know? And, um, but then it really started to weigh on me. I do have three years with Caden and then he's out on his own and doing his own thing. And I really want to treasure this time. And my girls are older now, but they still need me in different ways and see, I'm going to get emotional. I want to be there for them. You know, when they, they call me because they need me, I want to be there. I don't want to be tied to an office going, Oh, um, I can come by at five 30. No, if they need me, I want to be there. Yeah. So I was, and then a month after starting Rock Solid Academy, my son had an accident and broke his uh, ankle. And yeah, so he was laid up for two weeks in bed. And uh, that's when it was really like, I made the right decision yep. to pursue this because I was still trying to go into the office, but I couldn't concentrate because my mind was on him at home and my husband yep. and I were trying to tag team being with him and I I'm now in a place I won't have to do that ever. Yep. It'll be all about them all the time. And I love it. That's yep. yeah. I get it a hundred percent with Cooper. He's my last baby so far. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I kind of want a girl, but, um, you know, <laughs> at the time with my ex-husband, we were like two kids, like that's it. Um, and so I knew Cooper was my last baby. And so now looking back on all the time and now he's in kindergarten, which I know it's like a little bit opposite, right? Cause you're like, they're graduating in my baby, but he went up to kindergarten. I'm like, I am so grateful that I had those four years at home with him. He went to daycare, you know, sometimes if there's like calls and stuff like that, yeah. um, I actually had a sales call last week with Ashley and the kids were at home, um, on a Wednesday cause they didn't have school cause the holiday Cooper comes up and he's still crying over his dog. And he's just like sitting there pouting on my shoulder. I was like, sorry that he's like busting in on the sales call. Um, but that's the thing too, like your ideal clients are not going to care. They shouldn't care that like you have a family, like they're going to be understanding. Um, so God forbid, if your son breaks his leg again, right. And you need to reset something, <laughs> knock on wood, like, you know, your clients are like, Hey, I've got a family too. It's totally fine. Um, and I know some corporate jobs are like that. Like I'm sure we're going to school district with kids. It was like that, but I think too, I worked at a, an, um, insurance, like life insurance company and they were amazing. But my first week back, um, after maternity leave with Cooper, he got RSV. And so day three of being back from maternity leave, 
I missed three days of work because he had RSV, which yeah. at 10 weeks old can kill babies. So yeah. that was for me, it was like, okay, I need to go back to this VA thing and figure something out because I I felt so guilty of yeah. like, I felt like I was half-assing being a mom and yeah. half-assing um, my corporate job. And now I don't ever have guilt about it. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It was the same thing. I was like, well, I could take FMLA and stay home with him, but they don't have anybody to replace me. And so it was this whole, I have to go in. But of course, I mean, he's, he's 15. He's fine. His dad yeah. is, but of course I'm just like, <laughs> as I a mom want... though, he's always there, your baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. So, um, so quickly replace your corporate income, put your two weeks in. And then did you have your last call with Raquel yet? I did. Yes. Okay. Was it just yep. last week or the week before? I think it was a week before. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. I couldn't remember where you're at with everything. Um, so now you're at home, you're booked out. How many hours or no, are you booked out? How many hours are you working a week now in your VA? Right. Right now I'm working 25. So you're five hours away. One more small client. You'll be booked out. Exactly. Yeah. And I actually start another client and I guess another mm-hmm. word of advice for, yeah. don't be afraid to talk about it. Talk mm-hmm. to people that you know about what you're doing. I landed the um, Chamber of Commerce in their social media marketing just because I said, oh yeah, I'm going to become a virtual assistant. And and they started inquiring like, well, what does this mean? I just told them and yeah. they said, we want to hire you. So yeah. Yeah. So literally just networking. Um, networking. Yeah. And like someone this morning said, um, I was in the DMs this morning before our call. Someone was like, well, I'm trying to do something under the radar, like my nine to five, like there's something in my contract saying I can't do this and blah, blah, blah. And so like, I tell people like, even if you don't, which I've had some people where, um, you know, they're like my nine to five. And usually it's like the asshole nine to fives, right. Where they're like, we want you here forever, but you don't even have to like go and like promote it if you don't want to on your social media, um, like your personal social media. Um, but like talk about the DMs with people, like reach out yeah. behind the scenes. If you guys look like, yes, I promote obviously, but all my sales are made through the DMs. I already offered two calls this morning <laughs> and I was in there for an hour. So um, just like having those conversations is huge. So I love that you said that. Um, so what do you think is like the biggest the biggest takeaway that you had from Roxwell Academy, like the biggest thing that helped you be able to replace your corporate income in less than two months. Having the one-on-one coach and being able to boxer Raquel anytime. Cause there was one, like a discovery call that I was um, doing and I didn't know how to respond. She said, Oh, screenshot it and send it to me and I'll help you. Yeah. Yeah. That really helped because I think I would have, um, maybe word vomited too much. And, you know, right? she just kept it very professional yeah. and this is what you say, this is what you do. And that really helped. Yeah. yeah. It, I felt like someone was holding my hand through the, the, the beginning jitters, you know, of, am I doing this right? Am I, and one of my clients I had, he asked for a contract and I wasn't even set up yet. And so I messaged her. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> Go to HoneyBook, do this, you know? And she just yeah. gave me the tools to, Cause I would have floundered without her. Yep. And that's like the best thing. I mean, I've had clients too, where I have like one call with them. Right. So, you know, the first call we're getting to know you, like what your interests are, your niche, all of that. And I've had clients where they're like, oh my gosh, I offered someone a market research call and they ended up wanting to hire me and we're not quite there yet. So (laughs) that's like the beauty of like, of the program that I've created is that 
you know, I have people like, well, what do you, what do you teach on week one and week two? It's like mm, week one looks different for everybody. Like for you, you already had one client. We can market and really like use that as a tool to get you more clients really quickly. Other people, they're like me and they're like, you know, when I started, I'm like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I want to be on with my kids, but like, you need to teach me everything. So the customization part where we can like jump ahead and be like, okay, in module four, here's a contract, go upload it here, do X, Y, and Z. Um, I, I love that. And I think that's huge. And I think for a lot of our clients, and I think I've told you this as well too, like over 50% of our clients have previously invested in something passive. And for a lot of people, I'm an overthinker. I didn't invest in something passive. I was like, I was stubborn. I'm like, I don't pass like investing in shit. Um, <laughs> like you're half later. And I was like, I need all the handholding in the world, but like I have anxiety. I overthink. So for me, like when I went and invested in my coach, that boxer was amazing. If I started to like get down on myself or needed to vent or talk to someone, I could have vent to my husband. He's like, I don't know what the F you're even talking about. So right, yeah. I love that that was like a key component. Um, and I, yeah, I don't think we'll ever get one of the one-on-one coaching because that's why people want to work with us. Um, I, I, I agree with that. And like you said, they you guys customize it to where you are in your business because there was some things that I was really struggling with. And she's like, okay, well, let's let's move over to this and, and talk about this. And then yeah. we could grow from there versus being stuck. Yeah. So, yeah. And I've got, we've had so many people too, where they, they really get stuck in just like that very first step of like doing the market research. And so, um, I think like having different tools or like for some people, they, you know, I always say like 80% of what we teach works for the majority, but there's some people depending on their niche or their mindset, like they need a different strategy or they need a different perspective. And so, you know, if we were able to, if we put all that in a passive you know, program module, then that's like information overwhelm. Like you don't need to learn this. That's for only 20%. We're not going to waste our time teaching you something that you may not even need to learn. So um, yeah, I always get asked, what's the modules? I'm like, we cover stuff, but I'm like, honestly, the magic happens on the one-on-one coaching calls. So I'm like, don't focus on the modules. (laughs) No, I, I, (laughs) I look, I always go look and see too, like randomly like how far people got to the modules. Um, it's about 50%, 50%. Oh, I feel okay. like at first they get really right. They get really excited and they don't even go through the modules. Anything yeah. I've ever bought. I've never gone through all the modules. I never have. I just, I don't. I'm so glad you said that. Cause I was feeling a little guilty that I haven't finished them, but <laughs> you have lifetime access. You can go through them whenever you want. Right, Cause now I have time. <laughs> exactly. Now you're not, you're nine to five. You can go through all the modules. I love that. So Last thing, um, I guess, like, what's next? What's the next goal? Like, how did you and Raquel end it? Like, what are you wanting to achieve after this? Oh, well, um, I would like to, I, I kind of just want to get my feet underneath of me right now and come up <laughs> and just your new make, life. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause I was seriously grinding for weeks, getting up at five, working till I went to work, worked my nine to five came home, dinner worked. And so I'm really excited about just having a a schedule and a routine and building my skills to be quality. And I, I do next year, I do have some, some business goals. And uh, right now it's just learning those skills and just trying to adjust to a little more time. Right. Where you're like shifting from 
like that grind mode or hustle mode, whatever you want to yes, call it. Yeah. To, now I have the time. I remember for me, it was and actually too, I know it's a little bit different, but like even when uh, my ex and I got a divorce like two years ago and having my kids 50% of the time, I was like, it's, it's, it's almost like I'm more productive and I've never thought of myself that way, but I feel like I'm more productive when it's like, I have like extra stuff to do. And so my biggest struggle, and actually it's weird maybe, but I've heard this from my clients that leave their nine to five. It's almost like a big, such a big shift that they're like, I, I need time to adjust to having all this time of like being at home and not having to work under pressure. <laughs> yes. Yes. And be present. My, my husband and son were gone for a week and then they came back and I was like, Oh, hi. And back to working, you know, I, and, and I'm now this morning, I was engaged with my son because I knew that when I dropped him off at school, I can come home and work. I wasn't yeah. trying to squeeze everything in. Yeah. And I just, I feel excited about being present for my family. Yeah. And you have like that bigger, you have that like payoff. I remember even my first year of coaching, um, sitting outside in the summer, that whole summer. Um, cause it, it, it was kind of like you, I just like blew my coaching business blew up and sitting there and I would do to spend time with my kids. I'd watch them get an acreage. So I'd watch them play. Um, you know, and my, um, now ex-husband was out there too, like grilling dinner or whatever. Um, but like, I would sit there and be on, on calls all evening, like Monday through Thursday, I think. But now that like, I've, I've put in the time and the effort now, you know, if I want to take a day off last minute, I totally can. I mean, I don't cause I have calls and I hate when people reschedule. Um, but you know, I have Wednesdays off where if I have work stuff I need to do. Okay. If I want a personal day. Okay. Awesome. So, yes. and I hear that a lot from VAs. Well, uh, you know, this may, you know, you and I are both older so we can laugh at it, but like, I have 20 year olds that like, well, I'm going to school part-time. I just, I don't know if I have the time to commit to it. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, I know. <laughs> I'm like, we like you, right. I'm like, I've got yeah. have four kids. They work a full-time job. Yeah, yeah. They can do it. You can do it. But it always, exactly. like, she'll be She'll be giggle. And again, as a 20 year old, right. You're like, well, how can yeah. I see this thing with like partying or whatever? <laughs> but, I, but I like, I use women like you, like as their inspiration of like, if they can do it, you can do it. And yes. If, and if you feel like you can't, then like maybe, or like even like trying to get someone on a discovery call, they have to reschedule and reschedule. It's like, okay, if you don't have the time to get on a 30 minute call with me, to talk about launching your VA business, what are you going to do when you have sales calls with potential clients? Are you going to cancel on them last minute? Right. Well, I mean, I would hope not, but right. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay. We are getting some questions here. Let me look in. Isabella, Isabella just purchased Nail Your Niche. And then she, we actually have a call to talk about Roxel Academy. Um, Isabella said, how did you approach finding your niche and what skill sets do you use the most with that niche? So do you want to share a little bit about like what you, like how maybe Raquel helped you find your niche and then like what you do for your clients currently? So I'm kind of, I have a few different ones. So I haven't really narrowed it down. So I started with health coach. I love them. It is all positivity. That was me too. Mindset. I love working for my health coaches. Yeah. And so a lot of that is just social media engagement for them. Um, so those are, um, I don't want to say basic skills, but it's just more yeah. commenting and boosting posts 
for my real estate investor, it is more admin work, um, mm -hmm. spreadsheets, emailing, um, paying bills. So that from my jobs in the past have really helped with that one. Um, yeah. And with the Chamber of Commerce, it's going to be putting social media posts together and reels and that sort of thing. So that's so that's each one has a different set of skills, but yep. because of my work experience, I've been able to to dive in and and use those to help with my clients. Does yeah. that okay? No, yeah. I think that makes total sense. Okay. And I yeah. love too that you talk about the other like clients that you have, like not within your niche, because one thing I hear all the time in the DMS is well, I don't want to niche down. Cause I don't want to turn people away. And I'm like, no, 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 no. So <laughs> when and I'm going to break this down and you can totally like chime in after too, but like when it comes to niching down, you have to be talking to your idol client. So that's what Raquel helped you do. Right. With yep. your Oh my gosh. You've got three different clients. Oh, your, your health coach is done. It's Monday guys. Look, look at this big ass target. Cup. <laughs> I'm like, I need the big cup today. My mind's a little bit slow after like taking half a week off last week yeah, uh, yeah. with your health coaches, right? Like we helped you niche down. You're putting yeah. out and you're commenting, but your yeah. real estate client is the one that you had when you came into RSA, correct? No, my health coach was one of them. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, but that's where it was a great launching point where uh, Raquel is like, okay, let's, let's focus on this. These are the kind of groups you need to, to look into, um, on Instagram, you know, search these hashtags or this, she, she helped me narrow it down versus just throwing this huge white net out. Yeah. So that did help. Yeah. And then you landed more clients within that niche. And here's the thing too, like what you, you know, had said with your real estate agent, like people, are going to find you maybe through like a random hashtag. And if the real estate agent or the chamber of commerce, is that within your niche? No. But when you're putting out your content, you're talking to an your ideal client. But if someone needs a, a skill set that you can do, right? Like with your, your previous like transferable skills, we're never going to have you turn them away. So your yeah. ideal client isn't always going to, like if they find you, they need you. And you're like, yes, I can do that for you but you're not, you know, my typical ideal niche, that's okay. So what makes you, what makes your client more ideal is, are they willing to um, like pay your, your packages, your pricing? Um, and also to like, do they respect your boundaries? So as long as you're able to do something for them, like a hundred percent, take them on. So I love yeah. that you, you broke it down a little bit of like, Hey, I don't work with just health coaches because is someone like, let's just say this is a really crappy example, but let's say you use the hashtag spreadsheets and a real estate agent was like, oh, <laughs> spreadsheets, I need help with that. Of course yeah. you're going to bring yeah. them on, right? Please yeah. don't use the hashtag spreadsheets, but you know. <laughs> and, and what I love is that each one's so different. And I, I, I think for me, I like that because I love the different avenues and learning yep. the different techniques and how, so I enjoy having a mix. Um, cause yep. it just, it, it makes it a little bit different than doing the same thing yep. every single day. And some people love that. I do not. So that's what I love about like what, I mean, I outsource a lot in my business, but like with what I do, um, yes, I have some in the DMS, but I'm also in the DMS. Like that's my zone of genius. I love talking to people. I love walking them through like their mindset. Like, so for me, I'll probably always be in the DMS at least a little bit because 
it's my business. I can do what I want. (laughs) I like talking to people. So, um, and also too, I'm not having the same conversations, right? Like every day I'm having different conversations with new people. So I love that. Um, when you have identified your niche, how do you approach your ideal clients? Oh, that's a big one. Um, do you kind of want to like generalize that a little bit, like for them of like what Um, works for you? So what works for me with my ideal yeah, like if you're in the DMs and you're trying to get a different client, like what, um, like how do you approach your health coaches um, in, in, let's just say on Instagram, we'll make it easy. <laughs> okay. Um, from my personal experience, they've, they've kind of come to me with what they need help with. Yeah. And then they come and then it's, of course, I'm like, yes, I can help with that, you know? And so it's been an easy exchange with my health coaches. Um, so it's more, I I would just listen in the beginning and see what their, their kind of their pain points. Is that kind of how you talk about the pain points? Yeah. And, um, I do have one health coach that she doesn't really know what she needs help with, but we're working through it together. Yeah. So, um, sometimes too, like, you know, just like you as a VA, you don't know what you don't know. So it's great that you're able to go in sometimes. And as long as you, um, you really validate, like you listen. So for example, like one of our RSA clients this morning that I'm working with, she was like, Hey, I've got someone that says like, they can't, um, afford to invest. Like, how do I respond to that? I'm like, well, you want to get, you want to be relatable. You want to get on their level. I'm like, well, break down. Like you just invested in RSA. That's a big investment. Like, so, you know, validate those feelings. And so I, and I know you personally, so like, I know that you do that in the DMS. Um, and I think too, um, like being able to like get on a call with them and walk them through and like, Hey, let's take a little, a little peek, see at like what you're currently doing. Let's Mm -hmm. do a little business analysis. And then you can go in and offer like, Hey, this is what I do for a current client. I think Mm -hmm. by looking at like where your bottleneck is, we need to be working on X, Y, and Z. So I think that's great that you bring that up of like, sometimes they just don't know what they need. (laughs) They don't. And then there, there has been a point where I've been doing stuff for her and I don't feel like it's adding value to her business. Mm -hmm. I just felt like it was busy work. And so then we get on a call and then she's like, yeah, I was kind of feeling that way too. And then we adjust. So it's just, yeah. Having that relationship with your client and, and listening to what they, what their goals are that has helped me. So, and like kind of dissecting to like, okay, how can we help you get to your goals? Um, and I think too, and you can feel free to agree, disagree, whatever, but I think too, no matter what kind of an online business you have, the money-making tasks are going to be similar. Like what you said, busy work, right? Like Mm -hmm. I see a lot of VAs doing the busy work of like building a portfolio or working for free to build their portfolio. Same thing as coaches. Like I see so many online coaches where they, they need to just invest in a business coach, honestly, but I'll be talking with them, you know, skill summit clients. And I'm like, well, what are you currently doing to find clients? Well, I'm posting three times a day on Instagram. That's all you're doing. So a lot of like what we teach you too, right? Like, you know, if you're not communicating in the DMs, the ideal clients, you're not going to land clients. So not that I want you to go in and like be a business coach, but I think to maybe going through RSA, you can take a look at your health coach's business and be like, what you're doing is not going to get you clients, right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's it, yeah. You're not adding value. It's just, yeah. Doing 
busy work. Yes, it's exactly. sound horrible. Yeah, I don't mean it to sound horrible. Just yeah. Nope. Oh, I, no, I call people on that every day. I'm like, why are you doing that? And they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, well, you've been doing it for six months. It's clearly not working. Let's do something different. So exactly. It yeah. doesn't sound bad at all. Let me see. Um, we kind of covered that one. We covered that question. I think that's all the questions that we have. So um, awesome. Anything else that you want to share? Anything else? Words of encouragement for any VAs or maybe something if they're, maybe on the fence for joining RSA because they know it's a big investment. So what would your advice be about that if they're on the fence? It is a big investment. And that's why I really thought about it before I even set up a call with you, Jade, was because I knew there was going to be a cost to it. But how bad did I want it? I wanted it really bad. And it, it was that, it was that, you know, fork in the road. I knew I'm going to have to to have some skin in the game, right? If I really want to go this direction. And so I think for me, because I did try another program and it just wasn't for me. I knew I needed someone to hold my hand, be a cheerleader, walk me through the process. So, and it has paid off. So I, I encourage anybody that's kind of on the fence, take a look and see and really set those goals and get outside your comfort zone. That's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Um, no, I love that. And, you know, and I love too, that you said like, do research. I don't know about your story with your passive. Um, cause you did a passive course, right. Or was there wasn't one-on-one coaching. Okay. Um, but they, they, I think they get really excited and they're like, Oh, it's only like $500 or whatever. And then afterwards they're like, I should have done my research. So like, I'm very transparent too. I think even with you, I was like, Hey, I'll connect you with people in RSA. And I know for you too, um, you've been amazing. Um, I've sent some people your way too of people on the fence. I'm like, Hey, like obviously, right. People are like, well, Jay just wants to make a sale or whatever. Like, no, go talk to someone else that's gone through the program. Even if it's not RSA, I think like doing your homework, um, before making a big investment is huge, even a small investment too, probably. Absolutely. It's like, how bad do you want it? I wanted it really bad. So it was looking at the cost of RSA now and then what you've been given. So like my investment with my coach was 3,600 at the time. It was scary. Did I know that, you know, no, but I've had two six figure years this year. We're, um, it'll be close, but we're close to bringing in about half a million this year. So looking at the bigger picture, I would invest that all over again. Right. So, right. uh, And be honest here. Like, if you're like, no, but like, do you feel like what you invest in RSA, like what you got in return, was that worth the investment? For me? Yes. Yes. Because I did invest in other, you know, things that just didn't, I maybe learned a little bit, you know, but that it, I don't want to say it was a waste of money because I did learn something, but I think a, a good solid investment, it definitely, um, it helped. Yeah. And, and you've got to be close to making your ROI back too, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my God. It makes me so happy. Um, let me see if I got any more. Nope. I don't think we have any more questions. Awesome. So thank you so much Renee for hopping on. I appreciate so much. Good luck on your first day. Um, thank you. Thanks self-employed. That's so amazing. And let me and Raquel know too, like how things are going moving forward. We always want to hear if you have a win reach out. We want to keep celebrating you too. Okay. Oh, thank you. All right. Awesome. Renee, enjoy your first day as being self-employed. Thank you. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. 
I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.